You're listening to My Titus 2 Life, a podcast for moms, created by a mom, and inspired by the Holy Ghost. Get ready for insight and inspiration as we navigate through mountains of laundry, marriage, and ministry. Because we all know, if you're a mommy, you're in full-time ministry. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode of My Titus 2 Life the podcast. I am your host, Prophet Christina Castellan, and I am over the moon excited for what God has for us today. Listen, while we're speaking of the amazing God that we serve, let's welcome in the Holy Spirit. Father, we welcome you to your podcast. This is your platform. And Father, I am committed to saying everything that you would have me say today. I invite you to minister to your precious daughters, these powerful mothers, In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for clicking play. If this is your fifth, tenth, one hundredth time tuning in, thank you so much for continuing to come back. I know that you are not here for me. You are here because the Holy Spirit has drawn you. Do me a favor, give this podcast a five-star rating and leave a review if the Lord has blessed you. Don't just give your DoorDash driver five stars. Give the word of God five stars too. Let's get started, shall we? If I were to give this podcast a title, it would be called Mom Squad. Oh yes, we are talking about friendships today. And it is really important. It's definitely on the heart of God. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 says this in the New King James Version, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Let me ask you a question. Is the ladies that are surrounding you from playgroup from the pickup and drop-off line, from Sunday school at church, from the other neighborhood moms, are they sharpening your countenance and are you sharpening their countenance? Iron sharpens iron. The father wants you to be surrounded by and being surrounded could mean one or two. Let's keep in mind that quality trumps quantity. Amen. You don't need 52 girlfriends. If you have one or two, that is just fine. But let me encourage you this morning, if you are in a season of mothering that may be seemingly taxing or interesting, and when I say a season of mothering, I mean usually the first 18 years of your child's life, and Jesus is your only friend, he is more than enough. If he is your only friend, you can have a wonderful time with him. I assure you, I personally have gone through seasons where he was my only friend. Aside from my husband, that was it. He was all I had, okay? And he was more than enough. He met my needs in the level that I cannot explain to you on this podcast. We just simply don't have enough time. So if he is your only friend, he is a perfect friend to have. You're covered. You don't need 52 members of your mom squad to have a good time. Amen. Also, let me encourage you by saying this. You don't have to settle, fold, or manipulate your standards 
for the sake of having a mom squad. The word is quite clear in the father's direction and his expectation for friendships in our lives. Iron should sharpen iron. You should not be doing all the sharpening and they should not be doing all the sharpening with regards to you. It is a two-way street. Quantity is not important. Quality is everything. Test the spirit by the spirit. You should not surround yourself with other moms who are seemingly miserable in their everyday lives. All they do is complain about how their husband doesn't take all the trash. All they do is nag your ear off about all the appointments that their child has. None of that should be the center of your relationship with another mom. Yes, you should have women in your life that can give you godly counsel. And yes, you should have women in your life that are also able to go to Walmart for you at two o'clock in the afternoon and pick up a pack of pull-ups because you only have two left and your husband's out of town. You need those in your mom's squad. They are important, but the father wants to make sure that you have good godly women in your life that can cancel you one to Walmart for you, but sharpen you with the word of God as well. That is the most important thing. Keep a watchful eye on the friends that you have in your life that don't hold you accountable to the things that God has assigned to you. Your assignments, your accountability to those assignments and to God are so important. Talk openly with your girlfriends about the things God has put on your heart to do. I have two very good friends of mine that are my accountability partners, if you will. The other day I had to reach out to both of them and say, listen, I need you to pray for me because the Lord has an assignment I need to complete and I need to complete it quite quickly. And they immediately began to pray. I didn't have to think twice about it. I knew they were praying because I could feel their prayers. Glory to our amazing God. And I'm so thankful for having those two ladies in my life that in a moment's notice, I can say I need prayer. In a moment's notice, I can even ask them if they need prayer for something and we can have an open conversation about what our prayer needs are. That is different than gossiping about what's going on in your home because yes, you can gossip about what's going on in your own household. So be mindful mindful of that. But God wants you to have accountability partners to not just things that are frivolous, but the things that really make a difference. And those are the things that God has assigned you to do in this season of your life. Start a Bible study, do a Bible study, start a podcast, write a book, commit to making healthier choices. All of those things are important to God. And you should not be reluctant in sharing those things with the ladies that God has put around you. You will know that God has assigned these people to your life, these friends to your life, if you can have open conversations and you don't have to be apprehensive about sharing the intimate details of what God has called you to do. So don't settle. 
Don't manipulate your standards. God will send the ones that he has for you. And your mom squad may be complete with two or three. You may not have 20 friends. You may not have 52 friends. You may have two or three, and that's good enough. If he has sent them, they are there for you. Praise our amazing God. Also, the father says, In Proverbs chapter 22, starting at the 24th verse, make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man, do not go lest you learn his ways and set a snare for your soul. Listen, if you have friends in your life and they are constantly in a posture of anger or disappointment or resentment or unforgiveness, God has not sent them to you. Let me say that again. God has not sent those ladies to you. If they are in a posture of fear, disappointment, anger, unforgiveness, you've got to start sweeping your life of people that the Lord has not sent. The father does not want you to become ensnared with anger, and he certainly doesn't want you to go along with them, tag along with their disappointment, with their isolation, with their loneliness, with their unforgiveness. That's what this word means. Do not go. Don't hook yourself with them and move forward in a posture of anger, in a posture of disappointment, in a posture of fury. The father wants you to move forward with delight, move forward with joy, move forward with contentment, move forward with great anticipation of what he has for you, what he has for your family, what he has for your marriage, what he has for your children, what he has for your finances, what he has for your businesses. God wants you to become equipped with women of God that can counsel you, hold you accountable, encourage you, and sharpen you. Amen. Listen, let's take a look at another piece of God's word. His word is filled to the brim with advice, with guidance, with correction concerning friends, how to choose friends, what friends you should have, and definitely what friends you should get rid of. John chapter 15, starting at the 12th verse, says this, This is my commandment to you that you love one another as I have loved you. You've got to love your friends. You've got to love them in a godly way. You've got to love them the way Christ loves the church. That's not just a commandment for marriage. That's a commandment for all covenant relationships. And if these are friends that the Lord has sent, trust me, girlfriends can be a covenant relationship. The ones that the father has sent to be be with you on this motherhood journey. So love them the way Christ loves the church. And you should expect that they love you the way Christ loved the church. The going to the 13th verse, it says this, greater love has no than this, than lay down one's life for his friend. Listen, when I mentioned a moment ago, having a girlfriend that would go to Walmart for you at two o'clock in the afternoon, which you know is the peak of busyness at the Walmart to grab you a pack of pull-ups, 
That is laying down their life. And sometimes we take the word of God and we think it could be a literal death. And yes, he definitely does mean that too. But sometimes laying down your life for someone means that you are inconvenienced or you are going out of your way for someone else, that you're thinking about the better good of another person's family than yourself, putting their needs ahead of your own. You should be laying down your life for your friends and your friends should be laying down their life for you. So if you don't have any girlfriends in your life that you can call in a moment's notice because you need children's Tylenol or you need a pack of pull-ups in the middle of the day, those are the ones the Lord wants for you to have also. Jesus cannot go to Walmart for you. He did, however, give us the blessing of Instacart and Walmart delivery. And for that, we receive from the Lord and we say, amen. But the Father wants you to have friends that will lay down their life for you. Listen, let's move to the 14th verse. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Jesus is your friend. I will say it again. Jesus is your friend. And if he is your only friend, you are positioned perfectly. Jesus desires to be your friend. He wants to be your friend. You should want him to be your friend. You are not connected, disconnected from Jesus. You are connected to him. He is not some friend that you only speak to on occasion that you only see at the class reunion. Oh no, he is a friend that desires to be intimate with you, share things with you, share things that the father has said to him with you. That, my friend, is the best friend you're ever going to have. Praise our amazing God. Man, he's so good. He is so, so good. And if you have any sort of concern about the friends that you currently have in your life, I invite you to test the spirit by the spirit. Do a survey of the ones that are in your inner circle. Do a survey of the ones that you only speak to ever so often. And if the Holy Spirit has advised you to disconnect, disconnect. Sometimes you may not owe anyone an explanation as to why you can no longer go on playdates. Sometimes you don't have to give an explanation as to why you can't do mom's night out with them anymore. And that is okay. God will replace them. And when God replaces something, it's always better than what you had to get rid of in the first place. Keep a watchful eye on those who don't hold you accountable. Keep a watchful eye on those who want to ensnare you with disappointment and isolation and anger. Keep a watchful eye on the ones that do not sharpen you, the ones that encourage you to drink alcohol, the ones that encourage you to feed into your feelings of sadness and inadequacy. Keep a watchful eye to the ones that remind you 
how you were feeling undervalued and you should be more valued in your homes. Those are not the ones that the Lord has sent. I assure you, I assure you, let Jesus be your friend. And again, if he's your only friend, no matter what season of mothering you're in, that is okay. I will end it with the same thing I started with. Don't settle, fold, or manipulate your standards for the sake of having a mom squad. Let God bring the mom squad together that he has for you. Praise our amazing God. Ladies, that's all that I have. That's all that the Lord has for us today. I hope that you have a phenomenal rest of your day, afternoon, evening, or night. And listen, if you haven't heard it yet today, you are a good mom. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and I'll see you next time on my Titus 2 Life, the podcast.